Week 
and uh, any more dramas on your recommendation list <laughs> there are lots but i would recommend you only after you finish coffee prince and you know i to watch the japanese drama love last forever that you recommended and you seem to know my genre so well that drama is absolutely my time loving it completely we'll see when i recommend you good stuff yeah undoubtedly and also you know last week i started our youtube channel the chingo stop but i'm not getting enough time to make new contents for it because i'm i'm busy with other stuff also but i would surely come up with youtube videos on how anybody who's interested in podcasting can also start their own podcasting channel and also how you know you, they can grow it further wow you're doing an absolutely great work looking forward to uh, seeing your content and also this whole idea is uh, actually amazing because not everyone out there knows about podcasting although people have tons of ideas and are creative but they do not know how to really begin so i hope your content really helps people find their inner creativity i'll surely give my 100% to it also on a serious note guys the pictures and the videos that are coming out on internet about the situation in afghanistan it's really bothersome and what you know actually breaks my heart here is that it's always the women and children who suffer the most in any kind of war it is saddening to see the current situation of afghanistan a heartfelt condolences to all those who have lost their lives we really pray that afghanistan and its people find a stable environment to live in once again So guys the series that we are discussing today is none other than 2019's hit series Extraordinary You. Extraordinary You is actually based on a webtoon July Found by Chance which was first published in January 2018. It is actually a fantasy romantic comedy which was later adapted into a series released in 2019 as Extraordinary You. So the story revolves around main lead actress Yundano who seeks to change her fate after realizing she is just a side character in a comic book the plot is complicated at first but as the story unravels it is quite humorous and each episode has lots of twist and turn but did not you leave it midway or something <laughs> actually i only watched 10 minutes of the first episode and i left it because at first it did not appeal to me yeah and then actually fast forwarding to few weeks later i was looking for a high school drama and that's when i stumbled upon extraordinary you and the reviews were of course great so I I decided to give it a try but as soon as I opened the episode started from somewhere midway <laughs> because both of us use the same Netflix in <laughs> same Netflix yeah and uh, that's the moment I realized like you have already watched yeah, it yeah actually most of the time if ever you see I have left some drama midway you also don't watch it actually but I was keen on watching it the reviews were great and I wanted to give it a try and still you were telling me like don't waste I'm your time I'm happy you watched it actually <laughs> yeah like you were telling me that's not that great but i'm so glad that i did not listen to you otherwise i would have missed such a great and you know like unique and of course humorous drama like uh, extraordinary you and after finishing the first episode i actually asked you like why the mm-hmm. hell are you not watching it yeah then also i did not listen to you i think i was watching some fantasy drama and i was feeling maybe this extraordinary you is not my genre but I, you also kept pestering me to watch it so i'm glad i watched it and now it is amongst my fave 
Yes, after you started watching it, we both kept waiting for each other to reach the same episode so that we could discuss the drama. It was so good to watch it together because we both had our own theories about the plot. Yes, our theories were actually way ahead of the real plot. I'm kind of sad that none of my theories came true at the end of the drama. Even my theory, like I was telling, maybe Haru would be the writer. That also did not work. Haru or Haru, yeah. Ah, uh, Haru, yeah. <laughs> well, I was actually thinking that uh, Dried Squid Guy is the writer, but even I was wrong. And actually, the audience wasn't supposed to find out anything about the writer. Yeah, this drama had nothing to do with writer. I think we wasted our energy in wrong direction. Yes, but we will be discussing about this mysterious guy that is our writer later on. Now, coming back to the story, what sucked me into this drama, Extraordinary mm-hmm. You, was Yindano's character. I mean, she has played the character. So beautifully. Yeah, the fact that Yundana was just a side character with heart disease whose fate was onto the hands of writer, but she was so determined to change her fate and she also so strongly went against the writer. And in this way, she carves out her own story in this comic world, Extraordinary You, which I absolutely love. Well, her character, like, I could totally resonate with her character because even in real life, we sometimes feel that things are predetermined or pre decided for us, but it's not true at all because maybe. Making small changes, being determined and not giving up can actually lead to big change in anybody's life. The only thing that you got to keep doing is keep trying. That is what Yundano did. Like despite several setbacks, she kept fighting back to change her own fate and that's what makes this story unique and interesting. Yes, absolutely true. Her character even had a quirky comic side, you know, which I absolutely adored. Yeah, I found that scene so funny. Like once she realizes she's not the main protagonist she wasn't even allowed to have that strawberry milkshake but then she realizes maybe those things are only for the main protagonist yes the strawberry milkshake was supposed to be for Judah but uh, don't forget that for her she was never an extra or an ordinary girl she combines both the words and changes her fate in such a way that she becomes extraordinary in Dano and thus the series extraordinary you like this is what my theory is behind the name, name. of the series this is one of the few dramas that is, you know, female-centric. I absolutely love the main actress, Kim Hyun, who played Yundano's character. She has shown all the emotions so beautifully. What you're saying is absolutely right because we hardly come across K-dramas which are so damn female-centric. And this drama has that. Like, this is another reason, like, why I love it so much. After watching this drama, you know, I also saw Kim Hyun playing side character in another famous drama, like, Aloy also we saw her and uh, Legend of Blue Sea also. So she played a schoolgirl who bullied others and she did outshine those roles. I feel she's perfect choice for Yundano's character also. Yeah, I know. Uh, it was actually you who told me that it's Yundano while we were watching Shopaholic Louis. And after seeing her play that badass character, I'm totally in love with her acting skills and of course her portrayal of Yundano. The first episode was so confusing. I was as confused as Yundano. But you know, I felt that maybe this girl is something crazy. But all thanks to Dry Squid Guy, you know, who who not only makes Yundano understand, but I was also able to grasp the story. 
<laughs> well his model you know like where he showed the stage and shadow concept and that ego stuff that was wow. so damn helpful like made me understand this complicated concept so well he could have been a teacher in this uh, comic world <laughs> this dry squid guy i think he had premonition that several kids are going to get egos so he was like i have to make a model to explain things to them so he had that model all ready with lights and everything or uh, like was it for the kids or was it for dumb audience like us <laughs> well whatever the case may be but he did help us understand the concept it's so true yeah that model could have you know won him some model making competition <laughs> had he been a student and that light system in his model wow uh, used to add wonders <laughs> to his concept like we got to hear the explanation so many times like i can totally explain the concept to others as well now but sadly i don't have his extraordinary <laughs> model <laughs> Yeah, the fact that every silly kid who ever got their ego used to rush up to this dry squid guy please hey explain what is happening around <laughs> and he used to have his model ready and used to so patiently explain everything with those mini figures nevertheless i absolutely loved the friendship between yundano and this dry squid guy their continuous bickering was so amazing and if you remember he too was girls fave and girls were crazily howling for him also yeah actually howling and squealing is a, a measure of how famous you are amongst girls in k dramas yeah. and our dry squid guy was totally a babe magnet like a3 ah a3 reminded me so much of f4 yeah their first walk that is the introduction with namju in front and baekyang and dohwa walking parallelly behind him was so damn like f4 for those of you who are new to k drama let me tell you if you watch any high school drama famous gang will always be introduced like this if you hear girls howling and shouting that means yeah that means <laughs> famous rich guys are gonna get introduced well like i said in the last episode as well like i do not like this kind of thing like howling and squealing doing yeah Like, that see, is all no, over no, just the kingdom no, but okay moving on a3 like uh, let us tell mm-hmm. our listeners who, who are, are there are the members in a3 so a3 has three guys first is of course namju so according to the writer he is the leader of a3 and is going to fall for a poor girl juda who's the female protagonist and second is baekyong he's rude and cold hearted guy you but forgot to add handsome oh, of course he's handsome too and according to the writer he's just engaged to yundano but he dislikes her so much and always finds some or the other reason to yell at her and uh, third member is dohwa we all call him the violin guy because you know most in most of the uh, like scenes. Mo- scenes you'll see him playing the violin and his character is the second lead who loves the girl that is juda but you know can't have her his only role is to watch her from uh, far yeah most of the time his only role was to cry seeing juda and play violin without any dialogue yeah, so his, his only role was to play violin for, for juda, juda. and to uh, another thing is that we also did not see you know much of friendship between these guys but i feel like the writer was a huge fan of boys <laughs> over flowers like us because so many sequences were similar to what we saw in boff yes the writer did not even bother changing the name of the character in his comics like all characters name was so similar in all of his comics exactly he even stole that scene of boys over flowers you know like where jihoo is casted out of f4 by um, junpyo and here Though 
Goa is casted out uh, over a girl by Namju. Yeah, damn right. Uh, the character in the drama was actually right. He couldn't think of anything new. Exactly. But no matter what we say now, in reality, you and me, we both love watching such kind of dramas, especially the ones that include uh, love triangle and high mm. school dramas. I would have totally enjoyed and loved Namju Judah and Dova stories had I not heard Yundano's remarks after every cheesy scenes of theirs. Yeah, she used to find the dialogue so cheesy. You know the scene where Judah is bullied and is locked up in a room along mm. with her supporting cast Yundano. She's like, "I won't take you out. It's the male protagonist who's going to come and save you from here." And Namju does come and there his dialogue would have made my heart flutter like he said, "Judah, I told you to stay by my side." Had I not been hearing, you know, Yundano's continuous and funny remarks throughout the series. Yeah, then I too found it cheesy, you know. Well, not to forget her own story with Haru had these cheesy lines. What do you have to say about that now, Indano? In for Indano, those lines were only cheesy for Judah and Namju, not for herself. I think such a double standard. Exactly. Well, despite not wanting to, she did play her part well. I kind of uh, did feel bad for Judah, but like Indano, you know, even I knew that one of the two guys would end up uh, rescuing her, and mostly it was Namju, male protagonist. But yeah, as you said, Indano did play a key role in getting the leads together. This poor Judah was a target of every single girl in the school at first. This is exactly what we see in uh, regular K dramas, like involving high school and stuff. But when Danu and Deva kept mentioning that they should have rather realized that Judah and Namju are main lead because of mm. the name, I too got curious, like what actually their names meant. Well, according to Google, I don't know how much of it is accurate. Like South Korean people would be able to tell better. But what we found out from Google was that Namju means pearl. and juda means precious so if you combine both the things it's like precious pearl maybe uh, i still don't understand the connection between their names but this is what i found from google but if we go with that theory then whoever's name is juda and namju they would eventually find their way to each other and are likely to fall in love it's not my theory it's, this is what uh, like yindano and dova kept saying but uh, like if only poor dova could have somehow changed his name to namju through some government website you know like hacking something he could have tricked writer into thinking that uh, he's the real namju i wish there was this silly twist also included in the series of having two namjus you know it would have been interesting to see how the story had unfolded then well i'm pretty sure that seeing hindano and dova carve out their own story in such a hilarious and you know outrageous way the writer would have rather killed them off for creating unnecessary chaos everywhere so true especially had a great laugh when dova actually sees baekyung all wet and then he asks him why are you all wet look it's not raining anywhere <laughs> and then he himself explains oh don't worry in the next scene you'll all be fine But it's so sad that we did not see Dova in the Trumpet comic book, especially when the writer has no creativity at all and keeps recycling the same people. I think I have a theory here. Maybe he made him an extra with no name in Trumpet comic book. This poor writer was bashed too much, you know. I think that is the reason he took his revenge and did not even include Dova in the last comic book like which was shown in the last episode. Yeah, because like Dano even Dova cursed the writer too much and uh, that's why I think the writer did not bother including him in the trumpet book and also in the last book which was shown in the last episode. Ah, 
I remember his epic dialogue to the writer. Like he says, if you can't be creative, at least be nice. I also loved that dialogue. But another thing that I absolutely loved in the series was Danu and Dova's continuous bickering and friendship. Yeah, the start of friendship was great. Once he got his ego, you know, he assumed that he was main protagonist. Yes. Like everybody who used to get their ego, they used to feel like, ah, I'm I the main lead. Yes. And then he even questioned Danu, like, hey, don't tell me you like me instead of Baekhyun. Yes, their friendship was like too cute to watch. But uh, another great moment was when he reads the comic book and finds out that Danu doesn't have much time left. In that sequence, no, he was kind of devastated for Danu. And also in the another sequence when Haru comes back to life, there also Dova was so happy to see him. I I absolutely like that guy. And remember, he even told Baekhyun to be nice to Danu. I absolutely adore him. Yeah, even that sequence was really sweet. Like uh, Danu, Haru, and Dova were like these three musketeers ever ready to screw writer's story all the time. But I feel Dova was no less than the character what the writer wrote about him. Even after getting his ego, he was still in love with Judah. Yeah, but he did everything from his side. Like he even confessed his feelings to Judah and it was him who triggered Judah's ego. But I'm kind of sad that she still did not choose him. Yeah, Judah despite getting ego was such a money-minded girl. It kind of felt like she was double dating. Yeah, Dova in the shadow part and Namju on stage. Also, I feel like she was no less than the people who actually had bullied her in the series. Like, she stoops down to the same level to extract revenge, which is of course uh, fun to watch, but she kind of gave me this creepy, scary vibe after getting her ego. Those bully girl actually deserved that because earlier, every single scene we used to see Judah sad and crying. So I feel this revenge was justified after what all Judah had to go through. Yeah, it was justified in a way, but I don't know. She kind of gives me this creepy vibe uh, in the shadow part. But uh, I still wonder as to why Namju did not get his ego. He was the only one who was obedient to the writer. But if he had gotten his ego, you know, it would have been interesting to see the three of them along with Dano planning and plotting against the writer. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fun. Dano was so much against the writer that she herself later on ends up becoming the female protagonist along with a mysterious nameless guy who then because of her especially mm-hmm. ends up becoming the male protagonist. Yeah, that nameless guy looked absolutely handsome but he was dumb and mute for I think two episodes. So we did not even hear him utter a word. It was actually you who told me that the mysterious guy whose glimpses we keep seeing in the first episode is the main lead. Otherwise, I was thinking that one of the guys from A3 was our main lead. Yeah, I was so excited when some strange character whose only glimpse we were getting, but the tall guy just appearing only in random scenes in Shadow just kept me wondering who he was. But I kind of knew he would be Dano's love interest. His introduction in the show kept me hooked along with Dano like even I wanted to see who this guy was because he was somehow able to change a scene which till now even Dano had failed to do. Yeah, before Dano got her ego, I too felt the same. But when mystery guy saved Dano from falling, I Mm. kind of knew he's not just an ordinary character. Like even though I enjoyed his chemistry with Dano, which was great of course, but he had the same gloomy expression throughout the series which I did not like. Like for me, I don't think Ravon can act that 
that well mm, i would disagree with you here you can't be so harsh his flat expression i think was the demand of his character uh, but in comparison to dano dova and bekyang like who's acting we love so much his acting kind of felt flat to me ha huh, whatever i love them he's my haruya <laughs> not yours he's actually dano's haruya she was the one who actually gave him that name but whatever moving on you know because of this uh, dried squid guy i actually at first felt that uh, haru was some kind of bad guy because uh, dried squid kept giving him like kind of cold looks from above but dried squid only felt like a creepy guy to me he even used to stop dano from changing the story i was like what's your problem man focus on your cooking and try enhancing your explanatory model rather <laughs> Well, not to forget, it was actually Dried Squid who explained to the audience like why Haru was able to change the scene, which until then was a big mystery for me. Yeah, that explanation kind of made sense to me also. Like nameless fellow did not have writers eye on him. Yes, exactly. But uh, one of the highlights of the series here was the love triangle between Haru, Dano, and Baekhyun. So, who did you want uh, Dano to end up with, and uh, what were you like expecting was going to happen in the series? Yeah, love triangles are something. that you know always painful for viewers as well i feel bad for the guy who despite doing every possible thing doesn't get the girl and in this series as well baekyung too changed so much for dano yeah so true whoever doesn't get the girl no it kind of feels sad to watch them let go of the girl at first i had absolutely no feelings for baekyung he was a trashy character uh, but after he gains his ego and his off stage chemistry with dano it's like it's too cute i hate the fact that despite caring for dano he had to act all cold on stage just because of this damn writer yeah actually i was all for dano and haru because baekyung you know kind of forced his love on her but later on i kind of felt he has actually fallen for dano and the scene where he helps dano regain memories of haru changed my thought about baekyung completely What kind of guys you like in K drama? Like soft-hearted ones or cold-hearted ones? Well, I like the guys who are cold at first, but then they change their personalities as they fall in love. But uh, like there should be some kind of reason behind their cold-heartedness. Like unnecessarily being cold-hearted just to look cool, mm-hmm. like that's absolutely trash. Yeah, I have enjoyed all drama where cold one turns soft for a girl. You know, such dramas are magical and has some other level of madness. Yes, I agree. Like uh, those guys are like much more appealing than the soft-hearted ones. Uh, but on a serious note, all this looks cool only in dramas. Like, but in reality, I would totally lose it if I come across a guy guy like that. I would agree. In reality, no girl would pay attention to such guys. But I wish Baekhyun had also gotten a girl for himself. There was. so many girls after all in the school yeah but i was so badly shipping baekyung and dano but they uh, like haru kind of screwed up their story all together but no matter what you say haru was idol match for her he never made her cry and he was so loving and caring also even baekyung was but off stage his character was a total disappointment on stage and that too that was because of writer like i wouldn't blame baekyung for that behavior that's so right but the series was so unique of its kind the concept of on stage and off stage yeah this unique concept was what appealed to me the most like we haven't uh, ever seen uh, something like this in k dramas and uh, the way everything is executed here like it's way too great yeah the transition from stage to shadow with this sound 
<laughs> and there used to be some color changes as well like the stage part was a bit dull and the shadow scenes were brighter i think it was the other way around the dull part was shadow and the brighter one was stage i feel i don't know like i think that but you know the sound helped the audience to know if it was stage or shadow but i loved all the characters more in shadow i love the sound that you made can i do it <laughs> yeah it, it was exactly like this but uh, i loved how each of the characters you know kept cursing the writer in the shadow for those dialogues on stage they were bound to do as the writer had written for them so the shadow scenes used to be hilarious they used to find their own stage dialogue creepy and cringy i loved the sequence you know the one where dried squid guy points out to the writer that uh, there seems to be no studying scenes in a high school <laughs> manga and this is exactly what we discuss uh, like whenever we watch any kind of high school drama that you know that there are no studying scenes and here also the writer focused more on the sports events and extra curricular activities and like and made everyone wear tacky clothes but this writer was so heartless and cruel the extra and nameless character did not even have house to live in and also kept wearing <laughs> school uniforms yes i especially felt bad when i saw haru spending nights at uh, school oh, that's sad. the writer should have been little more considerate towards these extra as well there were few shadow and uh, stage transition sequences which i absolutely loved in the series yeah the scene where uh, dano just stands to ask a question and then she realizes she was just made to ask a question by writer so that juda and namju can have their romantic moment and then also she was giving her commentary throughout the scene was way hilarious yeah i absolutely loved that sequence it was in episode 1 i guess yeah you're right <laughs> that itself sucked me into the story well uh, there's another scene which i loved uh, where dano cries after baekyung throws off her keychain mm-hmm. but as soon as she gets to know that the stage part is over she starts laughing with those mascara filled eyes yeah, <laughs> yeah she kind of like uh, it kind of felt creepy but hilarious at the same time that picnic scene also where she cursed the writer for not including nameless extra in the list and dioha stopping her was also funny nameless extra wasn't supposed to be in the picnic oh yeah. that's so sad but he was there well all the dohwas off stage scenes were great i don't know which one to mention like all were absolute fun the best off stage scene was when baekyung you know he arrives late on some house dinner <laughs> and says something like why the hell should i bother coming on time when i know i'll be summoned by writer for the scene well baekyung was something else altogether in off stage scenes like after dohwa i kind of love his scenes more Well, we have to talk about the mystery writer because we spent so much of our time on finding who the writer might be, but it was pointless. But you know, mm-hmm. at first, I had all my doubts on Dry Squid because he was always reading comics and even had this deadly looks at times. Yes, like I said earlier, I had my doubts about Haruya, but that poor guy did not even have a name. <laughs> like being a writer is like out of his reach. I wish they had shown something about writer also. Yeah, but to our disappointment, the series had nothing to do with the writer. All we know about him is that he recycles the <laughs> same people in all of his novels, and uh, of course, lacks creativity. And if you curse him too much, <laughs> you might not appear in his next <laughs> best-selling book. A writer was such a revengeful person. He needs to work on his extra characters too, as they, without getting noticed, they used to change his comic. He needs to be attentive. and visionary 
this series has made me curious as to like have you ever played a cupid for someone like uh, danu uh, was made to carry a book or ask a question so that namju and juda could have a romantic moment together well actually i hate being involved such marriage shouldn't be involving a third person but yes for one of my friends in college i did something similar like she used to just ask me to accompany her to some cafe just to meet her guy and then i was just supposed to leave them together such a waste of my time <laughs> Oh, that's so sad. Well, I haven't accompanied anyone or anything like you did, but I have relayed messages and have even tried to persuade uh, one of my friends to go out with a particular guy oh. <laughs> on his request. But just like you, I just hate yeah. playing Cupid. Like now, I can totally relate with Dano here. Like in my life, no matter what, I am the female protagonist, so I resent doing things like this. But I don't mind doing it for my close friends, of course. Uh, yes, exactly. Some. Sometimes it's absolutely fine to play Cupid for your closed one. Totally. series was absolutely amazing like each episode was great mm-hmm. and it kept me hooked throughout but uh, still there are some tracks which we as viewers did not understand mm-hmm. uh, like i did not understand the logic behind showing us that uh, black hole thing i mean not all those who had the egos could see it so i saw no point in showing us that black hole thing yeah this black hole did not make sense to me at all i was wondering why it was only dano who could see future events yeah right that part isn't explained like uh, dried squid might be able to explain this to us <laughs> like for us he's our teacher for the series <laughs> extraordinary you another thing that i still haven't been able to understand was the uh, logic behind uh, begyang's brother having ego like uh, what, what was his role hmm. he had his ego but his character did not have any utility in the series and the most complicated thing was how did this dried squid guy know everything yeah he even knew about the past books yeah that isn't explained in the uh, story at all and i do not understand those parts ending of the series is also something that we often argue about and i don't understand it like from what i can understand is that uh, they all have passed high school and are now in college like continuation of the same book that is secret where haru has disappeared and later on like somehow he again shows up well i think i got the ending right it was i think start of another novel with same character as you know the writer so well he has recycled all the character in his new novel as well how creative <laughs> <laughs> but then how did dano and haru remember each other instantly mm, maybe because of that true and eternal love <laughs> Well if you are going to explain things by saying words like eternal love and true love then I'm done arguing with you regarding this point All in all the series which I left midway shouldn't be left like that and if you just watch the first episode completely then trust me you'll binge watch it. Yes, I totally recommend this drama to all the K-drama fans out there like it has amazing cast with a very unique concept and it shows friendship, love, comedy, everything and all those things are executed really well in the series. Absolutely. So those of you who haven't watched it please do give it a try. You wouldn't regret 
started and with this we come to an end of our discussion on our favorite k drama extraordinary you but guys before we end up today's discussion i just want to tell everyone that just in few days we are coming up with a bonus episode the title for which shall be revealed later on yeah another thing i want to tell all of you that initially our podcast was a weekly podcast but since we are stuck up with other work we'll be coming up with new episode after every 10 days exactly the thing is that we do not want to do this uh, podcast in a hassle manner so now all our new episodes will be published on all the platforms after every 10 days also next drama that we'll be discussing is another of our favorite and our first ever historic drama scarlet heart rio moon lovers i can't wait to share my take with you guys but uh, thank you all for tuning in today do share your views about today's podcast on our insta handle the chingu stock and twitter handle at the rate chingu talk and another thing guys our podcast is also available on gana so you can tune it anywhere across the globe until then take care stay safe keep supporting guys bye bye